Linda Murero on the Hub on Star FM. This is Muriro on Monday on Star FM. Muriro on Monday. Brace yourself. It's a hard hat area. Star FM sounding good all the time. Thank you for making us your station of choice. It is 20 minutes before 7 o'clock and here's hoping you've had a pleasant Monday. I am Linda Muriro and as always at a time on a day and time as this we discuss issues keeping Zimbabweans awake at night. Now, last week, President Emerson Mnangagwa, through the Presidential Powers Regulations, extended the use of the multi-currency regime until 2030. President Mnangagwa made the extension through statutory instrument SI-218 of 2023. The multi-currency system was initially supposed to end its usage at the end of 2025. Now, in June last year, the government promulgated SI-118A of 2022, which provided for the multi-currency system to run for five years. The SI entrenched into law the multi-currency regime for the entire period of the National Development Strategy 1, NDS 1, government's five-year economic blueprint adopted in 2020 and running through to December 2025. Now, the latest development has sparked mixed reactions among Zimbabweans, with some sections seeing it as a practical move to maintain stability and stimulate economic growth. Others, on the other hand, argue that the move is admission of government's inability to address the country's economic challenges and regaining control of its own currency. Tonight, we discuss this in greater detail. Stay with us. And uh, for our discussion tonight, we have uh, from the Bankers Association of Zimbabwe, Baz Fanwell Mutogo, an economist, Vince Musewe, from the Confederation of Zimbabwe uh, Retailers, Danford Mutashu, and we are expecting to be joined by Krai Macheza from the Confederation of the Zimbabwe Industries, CZI. And as always, we value your contribution, so do take part in this discussion uh, via our studio WhatsApp number, which is 0772162651. I will be reading the messages after the news at uh, 7, and I will also open the phone lines. So do take note of that number again, 0772162651. Now, to begin with, I will start with you, Danford. As the uh, Confederation of Z, uh, uh, Zimbabwe Industries, Confederation of Zimbabwe Retailers, what do you make of um, uh, the extension of the multi-currency uh, system? Uh, thank you, uh, Linda, and uh, a very good evening to our listeners. The extension of the multi-currency system up to 2030 is a very welcome uh, development which has arisen out of uh, extensive and intensive lobbying by uh, business. Uh, and uh, the request was, of course, that uh, there be an extension to ensure that the country continues to enjoy the stability in terms of the monetary policy stability, uh, fiscal policy stability, and spare confidence on the market. Remember, there were concerns even uh, by various, uh, you know, uh, economic agencies and actors across the economy because there was a bit of a haziness where the ban or for the multi-currency regime was attached to the National Development Strategy 1, which was ending in 2025. So already we saw that as a business community, quite a number of uh, you know, business players were struggling to access loans with uh, the local banking institutions. Of course, if they would manage to do that, they would not extend the the, the, loaning, uh, the loaning period beyond uh, 2025, which meant that the loan would actually be very expensive. So we welcome the ban. And uh, as business, as the Confederation of Zimbabwe Retailers, we organized a Curtis call by business on his excellency where we actually went as a grouping of a number of business sectors and appealed to his excellency to extend the you know the use of the multi-currency system and uh, we are glad that the president has continued to show the business community that he has uh, of course maintained his pledge of a listening president and not only listening but acting and so the ban rather the the, the extension is quite welcome and as uh, the retail and also sector we welcome with warm hands the extension of uh, the multi-current system
All right, and uh, Fanwell, what does this the extension of the multi-currency uh, system um, used to 2030 mean for the Bankers Association of Zimbabwe? Uh, thank you, Linda. Um, thank you for having us, actually, uh, in the first instance. Um, I think for the Bankers Association of Zimbabwe and for bankers in general, um, I think this is a welcome move. It's really a welcome move uh, in the sense that uh, now it allows us uh, to write contracts uh, with our customers to beyond 2025. Um, I think the limitations in the ADS1 in terms of the uh, expiry or rather the, the 2025 limitation uh, was actually a handicap uh, for us. Uh, so now that uh, at least we have got five more years, uh, to write contracts, uh, I think it's a welcome move for us. All right, and uh, Vince, your, your, your reading of this, what do you make of this extension? Listen, as an economist, you know, one is, is, is obviously wants Zimbabwe to have its own currency. There's no economy that will really have a control of its economy when it doesn't use its currency. So from an economic point of view, it's desirable that at some stage Zimbabwe has its own, cur- <coughs> its own currency. I think that's important. However, what we are doing here is throwing the can down the road, right? You see, when you, when, if you want to dollarize, there are various things that, to de-dollarize. There are various uh, things that you have to put in place to ensure that de-dollarization becomes successful, right? And despite uh, the Reserve Bank governor and the Minister of Finance putting some of these into place, there does not seem to be a reduction in the demand for U.S. dollar. Let me give an example. The IMF did a, a, a research on about 85 countries that, that sought to de-dollarize. And out of those, only four successfully completely de-dollarized, right? And the things they did, for example, if you look at Israel, they put uh, uh, alternative assets where you can actually invest in, okay? The Reserve Bank has done that with the gold coins. Okay, they also ensured, for example, that taxis and local payments are done using what local currency. The Reserve Bank has also done that. So, what I'm saying is that despite us doing the right things that other countries seem to have done, we simply have not addressed the issue the mindset of the market around the U.S. dollar. The market significantly still wants the U.S. dollar, despite us putting these assets into place. So it then takes us to the fact that the de-dollarization process in Zimbabwe is not an economic-driven issue. It's more of a psychologically-driven issue. We have to change the mindset of Zimbabwe on value, and pricing of goods and services and they have to be comfortable first that actually we can use our own currency now why is that it's an issue of confidence right the market does not trust the government that even when they put their policies the policies will be implemented properly number two they, when a government does not have meritocracy when a government is appointing individuals in particular positions that are seen by the market that they do not merit to have those positions, right? That creates further lack of confidence, right? When the market sees corruption carrying on not being addressed, it increases the country risk, right? And the market says, listen, why should I use this particular? So a lot of people get confused to say, what is it? We have to understand what we call the political economy of currency management. It's 60% politics and 40% economic policy. All right, and issues and around uh, <coughs> confidence, uh, some of uh, uh, issues obviously we're going to be talking about. Uh, there was a response to an earlier tweet I made earlier on where one of uh, uh, my followers was talking about uh, the issue of confidence and uh, I had promised that I would pose that question to Baz as far as what is being done to restore confidence in the banking sector, uh, for instance. But coming back to you, Fanwell, um, tell us the positive around the use of uh, the U.S. dollar, for instance, in Zimbabwe? Uh, well, um, I think the obvious, uh, uh, the, the obvious benefit of using the U.S. dollar uh, is uh, the stability. Um, I think if you look back maybe the last uh, few years, we have had an, an issue with our own currency where it was volatile. And uh, 
for decision makers, it becomes very difficult to, to, to manage business uh, where, with a volatile currency. So the U.S. dollar, the stability in the U.S. dollar for bankers, um, it's, it's an attraction because then you can plan and you know that if you learn today, in three years' time, you will still get the same value of your U.S. dollars back. So uh, to us, in fact, I think the, the first price is to get our currency stable. And uh, once we get our currency stable, then lending either in U.S. dollar or in Zim dollars to us will be the same. But because our currency is not yet that stable, what it means is that um, lending in U.S. dollars to us is an attraction because then we can plan ahead and we know that what value we'll get after we've lent money to our customers. Right, so it is a nine minutes before seven o'clock. I am Linda Muriro and you are tuned to Star FM, sounding good all the time. We are discussing extension of uh, uh, the multi-currency uh, system to 2030 uh, following um, that SI uh, last week on Friday by the president. And I have in studio the Confederation of Zimbabwe Retailers, uh, the Bankers Association of Zimbabwe, as well as an, an economist. And we're hoping to be joined by the Confederation of a Zimbabwe industry and I know that uh, the consumer is well represented by you the listener uh, judging from the messages that are coming through on our studio WhatsApp number which is 0772162651 and like I mentioned earlier on I will be getting into those messages um, and now Danford some industrialists um, say uh, the use of the US dollar makes uh, locally produced goods uncompetitive on the global market what is your take on that? Well, I think uh, it, it, is, it is designed uh, that uh, during the multi-currency system, Linda, we have uh, been able to retain our competitiveness because uh, the local market largely uses the local currency, especially through the formal channels. It is the reason why, uh, Linda, as an association, We've continued even to lobby government to ensure that it increases the space and demand for the use and circulation of the local currency. That includes uh, payment of taxes uh, and duties, etc. Uh, th that will actually then create more demand for the local currency. And unfortunately, we are sitting on an economy that has uh, dollarized itself. Uh, for about 60%, more than 60% of the economy is actually uh, dollarized. And uh, more to that, Linda, it, we have a greater part of this economy that is uh, in the shadow economy. So it is the reason why, Linda, in our budget input and proposals to the minister, we have said that it is very critical that the minister attends to the high informalization that the economy has been grappling with in order not to increase taxes and taxation on the already formalized business but expand the tax bracket. Uh, however, we need to ensure going forward, Linda, that we all the government institutions, payment of regulatory and statutory fees is actually in local currency. While we use the, the U.S. dollar for the sole purposes of importation of uh, capital goods, equipment, etc., unfortunately, Linda, the environment that we are sitting on as well has used and tested the U.S. dollar and the appetite largely has uh, actually been uh, tilted towards the US dollar for transactional purposes as well as uh, for the saving for savings. So it is our encouragement that the, our banking institutions create an environment where, uh, of course, people are quite safe and willing to save their monies, keep their monies in the bank other than in the pillows. It is also why you have seen armed robbery cases have increased because the armed robbers know that people are keeping their a large a swath of cash in their homes, businesses are keeping their cash in their offices, and uh, in doing so, Probably they're trying to preserve value of whatever that they would have collected. And most businesses right now are actually using the products that they manufacture or, or 
uh, rather for the purposes of collecting as much US dollars as possible, given the fact that uh, the the auction system was also even reduced to 5 million. So 5 million does not even cater for the majority of companies, SMEs and uh, big businesses that may wish to go to the uh, auction market to procure US dollars for the purposes of importation of raw materials and, uh, and uh, capital goods. So I, I would like to believe that the move is commendable because by and large, most people now have not developed the sufficient confidence on the local currency for them to be able to keep their money, their salaries, their wages or whatever earnings and incomes in the local currency. So in doing so, government was quite alive to the fact that let's continue with the multi-currency system and gradually move towards dollarization. And I'm happy and would like to actually thank the Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe uh, as well as the Minister of Finance and Government at large because they indicated at the beginning that the dollar, the de-dollarization process was going to be gradual. It was not going to be an overnight uh, you know, uh, thing. And hence, where we are now, after assessing the situation on the ground, it is quite prudent that the extension is, is actually something that had to be done. Speaking of that, uh, Vince, some have argued that uh, uh, with this SI, uh, we can safely uh, conclude that the de-dollarization drive has been set aside. Your your your, your comments on that? Yeah. <clears throat> First, I think let's understand what de-dollarization is. There's two types of dollarization, okay? there's In economic terms, there's what is called financial dollarization, where people give assets in U.S. dollar right then there's real dollarization where prices and wages uh, are de- denominate uh, are set using the the US dollar okay now what we have to do here is the the, the, the tendency or the practice in, in, internationally has been that it's a price setting up local prices and wages in US dollar that has stopped the financial dollarization where assets of individual are kept in US dollar has actually increased over time uh, as people uh, invest uh, more in U.S. dollar than in the local currency. This does not mean about the Z dollar, Zimbabwe dollar. It's worldwide. It's a worldwide thing. So as Zimbabwe, we are going to have to have two phases. The first phase is that the local prices and wages and payment of services locally must be done in local currency. That's the first thing we have to do. The second thing, we, we, we don't have to go the second route of, of making sure that people don't hold U.S. dollar. We have to give people the freedom to hold, to hold U.S. dollar deposits. So I think it's, it's very important that we, we change those things. The other thing uh, that I just want to correct here is the issue of the extent of the dollarization of the economy. 90% of deposits are in in US dollar. I think you can probably correct me there. So financial dollarization is very high in this economy. It's about 90%. If we then look at the CPI, the consumer price index, the basket, the transactions that are going within the basket of goods and services that each individual buys on a monthly basis, 80% is in US dollar. In other words, people are paying for combis and Zesa and water in only using uh, Zimbabwe dollar. The rest, even they go to a tax shop, they are not using Zim dollar, they are not merely using... uh, uh, So this economy is highly, highly dollarized. And you are not going to succeed by suddenly de-dollarizing it because it's a complex mesh of things where there is likelihood of significant loss of value of this particular economy. So you have to do it in phases, as my friend says there, right? But you then have to ensure that you understand why people don't want the Zim dollar. That's what you have to understand first. And then you address those issues around there. Because we can theorize here and say, no, people don't prefer the, the Zim dollar. You know what I'm saying? But we know that the, the fundamental reason, number one, is because of the Gono experience, the hyperinflation experience. And number two is because people are not comfortable with putting their money in the bank because there are charges for depositing. There are charges for withdrawing money. So people are not really, maybe you can correct me there from the BAZ. So there's no attraction to put your money in the bank okay. anyway. Let's allow and, Fanwell and, to just respond to the issues you've raised before yeah. we take our news break. Uh, Fanwell. I, thi- I think... <coughs> Excuse me. In the first instance, I think let's talk about confidence. Um, in terms of uh, banking, uh, confidence, um, it's, it's actually not, uh, it's, it's supposed to be for all of us. In other words, all stakeholders, um, customers, banks, 
and regulators. So uh, I think we, we have got a lot of work to do. But I think if you look back uh, maybe two years ago to where we are today, you can actually see that the, the trend has been positive in terms of people depositing money. So the, the values have been going up, which is a, a, a good sign uh, that as long as that trajectory is maintained, uh, then I think things will be fine. And, uh, but I think maybe let me just mention here that uh, what we also need, um, I think, as an industry, as banks, uh, is consistency of policies. All right, I will hold you at that thought and we continue after the news at 7 o'clock. I have in studio the Confederation of Zimbabwe Retailers, the Bankers Association of Zimbabwe and an economist and we continue our discussion after the news. It is a seven minutes after 7 o'clock and we continue with our discussion where I have in studio Confederation of Zimbabwe Retailers, a CZR, uh, President Denford Mutashu from the Bankers Association of Zimbabwe, Baz Fanwal Mutogo as well as an economist, Vince Musewe, as we discuss extension of uh, the multi-currency system regime in Zimbabwe to 2030. What does it mean for the ordinary man and woman on the street who is trying to make ends meet? What does it mean for business? What does it mean for, 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 for business, the retailers, everyone? So do come through with your contributions on 0775-0772-162-651. The number again is 0772-162-651. Now, before that uh, news break, Fanwell, we were talking about uh, uh, issues around uh, uh, confidence in the banking sector and uh, there was a question or a uh, a comment rather on X um, by uh, Gerald uh, 101 where he say, he or she says my question to the panel is what is the advantage of taking my hard earned USD to the banking system rather than just keeping it as cash cash attracts no high bank charges and I escape the 2% IMTT and no questions from the financial intelligence chaps so you can respond to this question and then uh, build on that uh, comment you were making before that news break yes um linda my my, my comment was that uh, the confidence in the banking uh, system is improving um and uh, if i can give you figures um in 2018 we're around 300 million uh, but uh, as at the end of september 2023 we are around 1.6 billion so that's an increasing trend and we are hoping that that trend continues. Um, yes, uh, I agree uh, with uh, the listener uh, in, in the sense that, yes, there are charges, but some of the charges, uh, we, they, they are actually regulatory. In, in, when you look at IMTT, for example, um, th- those are regulatory. But um, uh, in our submission to... Uh, to the budget consultations. We have also uh, submitted uh, a request to have that uh, tax uh, reduced so that at least people can have more confidence in, in, in bringing their money to, to the bank because you know people don't want to be charged uh, for bringing their money to the bank. Um, but if I can also just mention uh, or, or, or comment on charges in the banking sector, uh, in the sense that um, when you look back, um, we, we had different products. We had current accounts or what we call demand accounts. And the, the current accounts are, those, are the accounts which attract charges. Uh, but we also had savings accounts, uh, which are no longer in existence, simply because of where we are coming from as a, as a nation. Uh, in the sense that um, savings accounts are very difficult in an inflationary environment. Uh, but uh, assuming that the current stability maintains, uh, then we should see people uh, opting for savings accounts which do not have charges. So uh, it's about the product which is on offer. And uh, I can also refer the listener to the recent MPC uh, which came through uh, yeah. where the, the, uh, there was talk of uh, a, a, a low-cost, no-thrills account. Mm. Uh, those low-cost no thrills accounts don't attract charges. So um, the, the regulation and the people in authority, the policymakers, are 
saying are, are putting the necessary tools in play so that at least uh, customers can then opt whether to go for the current account which attracts charges or to go for the other accounts which do not attract charges. Yes, I was going to uh, ask you that, uh, Fanwell. Um, the, of course, uh, the Monetary Policy Committee, uh, its resolutions from the 23rd of October, where it recommended that government considers removing uh, the intermediated money transfer tax, IMTT, that uh, um, the listener made reference to the on transactions that are intermediated through plastic bank cards and other digital platforms. What would such a, a move mean? Uh, th- that will be a welcome move in the sense that um, the you know um, when wherever we go uh, you have got problems with um, with issues of change for example so once we go digital and people are using cards then it means that you won't be getting sweets for your change uh, going forward because then people will be able to transact at exactly the same value they want to tra- transact it. Uh, so I think uh, that is a welcome move, um, and um, for us, it's it's all positive. Right, and uh, Vince, uh, the International Monetary Fund's uh, latest outlook on Zimbabwe is that uh, uh, the economy will slow down next year. Uh, mineral prices will likely go down. What then does this mean in light of this development, the extension of the multi-currency uh, regime in, 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 in Zimbabwe? Well, you have to understand the structure of the Zim uh, market. Our exports, about 80% of our exports are raw materials, are minerals and tobacco. Okay, and then if you look at who owns those companies that are doing this, there's less than maybe 10 because the structure of the economy is so monopolized uh, that the funds that when we say, for example, oh, we are, we are, we've, we've exported 800 million gold of worth of gold, that money is not the country's money. It actually is money that is going to monopolies who control, who then, uh, you know, inv- put that money in the bank. When my colleague here from Bas talks about uh, deposits increasing, I really wonder whether it's the number of people depositing increasing or the people or the amounts of depositors increasing because there's a significant difference there. So the structure of this economy is such that it is a monopolistic economy where a few companies can actually control the price of exchange rate. I mean, we saw that happening, uh, you know, that when the, the, the president had to intervene and actually, you know, freeze some of the accounts. That scenario still exists. And I think what we are getting now is a false stability. The stability we are getting now is because there is liquidity squeeze. There is no bond notes out there. It's very difficult even to get hold of RTGS. So the substitution of RTGS to US dollar has declined because the Reserve Bank is managing a tight liquidity. And because of that, there is a false lack of demand for the US dollar, which has then put the prices down. But once, for example, the taps are open and the government begins to pay contractors in Zimbabwe dollar, those contractors will substitute that money and put it into the US dollar. Do you see what I'm saying? So in the big picture, <clears throat> although, you know, we, we say, okay, uh, at the end of the day, when commodity prices decrease, we might get an impact in that, uh, you know, uh, the revenue to the country decreases. But you must remember that that money is controlled by very few individuals or very few companies who then are the key sellers of U.S. dollars in this market and determine the price of the U.S. dollar. So regardless of economic policy, we also have to look at the structure of this economy because when the, the, the concentration of ownership of the U.S. dollar is in a few hands, those people will demand any price for them to actually release that U.S. dollar. All right, it is a quarter past seven and uh, the phone line is open now. Do uh, call through on uh, 0772162651. That's also the number for your WhatsApp uh, messages, 0772162651. I have in studio from the Bankers Association of Zimbabwe, Baz Fanwell Mutogo, and economist Vince Musewe, as well as uh, Danford Mutashu from the Confederation of Zimbabwe Retailers. And uh, we were hoping that we would 
would be joined by uh, Mr. Kurai Macheza from the Confederation of Zimbabwe Industries, uh, but uh, he is a no-show. Now, uh, Danford, um, most retail outlets have now pegged uh, their prices in U.S. dollars. Um, some major retailers have complained or are complaining that they are losing business to um, uh, I, I think uh, the permanent secretary in the Ministry of Finance and Investment Promotion made uh, a comment on this with the video trending on social media. Um, but we've also seen that some of the prices in this uh, retail outlets are two or three times uh, more than we've seen by these uh, small operators, so to call them, uh, who do not even get forex from the, 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 the formalized channels uh, such as some of your members. Um, how do you justify these prices? Chingwa, ukabindam storo chirukuita dollar 75 cents. The same loaf of bread, jine, the same brand or from the same bakery, panze, varukutengisa panze, chirukuita dollar, chisnama cents. A washing powder in a big outlet, a retail outlet is going for seven dollars. Asukenda kumatakshub, washing powder, yo, yo, irukuita, three dollars. Can you explain what's happening here? Ina, uye, ye ku manikidzirwa kunoitwa vezvitoro zvikuru kuti vashandise exchange rate inotera mutemo wa mbotaura nezvao statutory instrument 118 118a of 2022 unotiwo vemuzvitoro vanofana kushandisa interbank exchange rate nenge chirara mabanguayo izvozvo ndozvakonzeresa kuti zvinhu nge zvichidura ndosakaona linda isisuse sangano takati isusu mutemo uyoyo tinofunga kuti wakaseva its purpose uye unofana kubviswa unofana kuti pange paine fair competition asi chimwe chandiroda kuenda mberi ndichitaura linda ndaona sekunga wanga wandi tikanganwe e, wapawana vhinzi nemkomo wangongo yakati o e, na uye confidence linda tikuti sesu kana uchinyenga musikana linda awendo wakatakura demo nemapanga anokuramba Unotono nyenge teza wendo uri gentleman wono taurone zikuri pasi nezikunyoro. Uye wo au kwanese kuita shiga kuistukana wandi vuma ndicha kuisira mitemo ya kati ya kati ya kati ya kati. Kunyangudai zazu ukazu isa pamberapu. Asi tisikuti isisu. Nestability ya tina yolinda. Apazu kudakuti pange paine mvunga mpopoto pama policies kuti nasi taisa mitemo wa kati mangwana taisa umwe. Mangwana tausandura taisa umwe. Ndonya yanga ya chitaruwa ni mkumo wangu wakubazi kuti policy consistency ino kusha ni kuti kwataka vando kwaka chakatanga ndo chaka chenjeza ukadzogera kuna 2007-2008 vanhu vakazungumuka vasisina mari dzavo yakunza isisina value ma, ma trillions ndofunga takatombo ibata ndichiri nayo kumba uku trillion yacho iyoyo 100 trillion saka izvo zvo zvinobva zvaita chenjedzo yekuti vanhu kuti vazosvika pakugamushira kuti mari yemuno inoshanda imari yatingabvuma kugara nayo uye pachizomboita kundengendeka pamari panawo pa, yeuremo wayo pakati nepakati zvinogona kukonzeresa kuti watore nguwa chayo ndosa kawona mkuruwe nyika ne unguwaru wawo watayawa ngati shike edu 2030 tichisha nisa mauti currency kushikiratanya so shika paguti wanuwe muno waku vuma kushandisa Maria Muno ndofunga wakatarisa e, infrastructure development ya itika mwenyeka ino yikuwaka kuma roads kuwaka kuma damu, kuwaka kuma jino shakasena sena shikoro ni makrinika kwa budikiza nekuda kukushanisa Mariedu nekutika natishanisa Mariedu isusu jino tichipira kana hivi ni maexports awambo tauraya ano tichipira nekutika na wanu wachinga wachishanisa Maria wakutenga shiga zero jino itakutisha wano tengesa kunziko nyika shinge shakachipaya tinga tima exports asipari jino supply ya a supply chain yes, is dollarized itself ukaenda kuna manufacturer muna anomutengesera anoshanisa kugadzira muna anomutengesera kana chipikiri chekuti arovere goni nekuti rabva anoda mayusa muna anenga achitraira muna anenga achisuka mapreti pabasa papari kuda mayusa saka izvo zvo ndo zvimwe zvezvikonzero zvinogonda kunge zvichiremera senyika kuti tisvike pakuti taakuchigara pasi taakuti siso ngati chibvisai ma US dollar taakushanisa mari yedu yemunomo chete chete asi kushanisa mari yemuno hapana chakai 
uye kuwe zero kwa extend kwa kwaitwa this extension linda does not mean that we should shun the local currency the local currency must will continue to be in use businesses economic agencies will continue and must continue to accept it but what we need is the regulatory and statutory framework that ensures that even government itself government departments lead the way in terms of the services that they sell that they offer to the public and accept the US dollar one of the requests that have come from business linda is that even taxes must be paid all of them 100% in the local currency you know what that will do it will create more demand for the local currency unlike the current scenario majuti iwe zvizvo kanotenga motokari ukaenda pa border unotaurikwa kunzi wewe 50% unoripira nemahusa 50% unoripira nemariyo muno asiti kuti siso dai yango isikwa kumariyo muno kuti zvose izvo zviringane nokuti kana ikanzi juti wewe ukatenga motokari kana ukatenga chakati unobhadhara nemariyo muno zvinobatsira kuti demand yemariyo muno Linda. All right, I'll get him Botora Nari. Panez Nongova, a number Zidu Zidi 0772 162 651. 0772 162 651. Monom Studio, Dina Fano Mutogo, Vabaku Bankers Association of Zimbabwe, Dina Mutashu, Vabaku Confederation of Zimbabwe Retailers, Dina Shakari, Vince Musewe, expert to Edu Pachungwacha Nasi. The Gaitins, we are Zedu Star FM. Good evening. How are you, Masquerasy? Masquerasy, but I'll ask Fanol to respond to that uh, later on, uh, but let's take some more calls. Uh, 0772162651. And uh, yeah, that's the number to call in on for both uh, the calls as well as the WhatsApp 0772162651. Uh, but Fanol, as you could just respond to that. Right, then you can respond. Star from hello? Star from hello? Linda, I was going to say. Tasquera, masquera. All right, zero seven seven two one six two six five one. Do remember to lower the volume of your radio as soon as you're through to the program. Star from hello? Hello, hi, Linda. I'm good, thank you. Your name, please, and where you're calling from. Okay, my name is Tatenda. I'm calling from Waterford. Ah, awesome, Tatenda. Go ahead with your contribution. So my contribution is by fuel. We have noticed with fuel on the oil and the driver, my courses in Zalawanda. So as long as government, my policy makers, budget fuel, I think it's going to be US dollars. It's going to be very difficult for anyone to have confidence in the local currency because fuel, you know, but as well as one is sustaining. That's my contribution. All right, thank you very much, Tatenda uh, from Waterfalls, for that contribution. Zero seven seven two one six two six five one. Say your name and where you're calling from, and then uh, lower the volume of your radio. Star FM, hello. Star FM, good evening. Hello. Yes, you're through to the program. Who am I talking to? Yes, talking to Charles. Okay, hi Charles. You can go ahead. Uh, yes, I went to OK this today. Uh, Mark is costing six dollars fifty. When you go to the tax shop, it costs three dollars fifty. All right. Uh, when you you can just men don't mention the outlets, please. Just yeah, okay, say so the I'm issue not, without okay. mentioning the the name of the the. Okay. The ch- uh, okay. Can the economist uh, 
uh, clarify on this. It's like you, you go to the big supermarket. It's, it's three times what I can uh, pay uh, at the tax shop. Uh, do you think it's like I'll go to the big tax shop? All right, they'll respond. Thank you very much, Charles. Uh, uh, Danford, I think I uh, d- d- spoke to that issue earlier on, but we'll give the economists, as you've requested, to comment on that, and maybe Danford can also uh, speak into that. But let's take some more calls. My panelists are taking note of the questions. 077-216-2651. Uh, Star FM, hello? Star FM, good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Your name, please, and where you're calling from? And um, Mr. Nemaita from Nyanga. All right, go ahead, sir. Um, my, my question is about rate takes from I buy something from PM, same time, same day, I'm being taxed, and I go to different shops. How is it, um, uh, it is not applicable for um, us you know, being lowered the taxi and buying issues from the supermarket? All right. Thank you very much, Mukoma, uh, um, for that contribution. I'll take my last caller before I go back to my panelists. Zero seven seven two one six two six five one. I think most of those questions are directed to you, uh, Danford. Panevati. Um, okay, let's go over the questions in the order that they came with. I'll just take my last caller before you guys can respond. Star Hello. Yes, sir. Your name, please, and where you're calling from. Okay, I'm Mike, and I'm calling from Harare. All right, go ahead, Mike. All right. So, Ininangu, as, as someone who understands the, uh, the things about economics, right, I believe the, my problem is the economics, or they, they both are from the first, the issue of scarcity, and secondly, the problem of unlimited ones, and then the choice. So, in I believe my policymakers, as a nation, We've got scarce resources, and we've got a lot of unlimited ones. But now, police choice my policies are my choices are no this. Let's make this the first priority. Because as a nation, uh, the first challenge that we have, the production is very poor, and we can't talk of exports when we don't have production. There is no way we can analyze our GDP for as long as we are relying on on imports, more of imports. And this nation here is more based on the informal sector. The informal sector is the economy here in Zimbabwe. And the informal sector is the informal sector. We have no import in South Africa. So, we all right, uh, thank you very much for that uh, contribution. Um, and I'm sure you've all taken note. Uh, the first contribution, I think, was around the issue. What is your comment on that? Is that the position? Uh, you said that my deposits are improve from 300 million in 2018 to 1.6 billion dollars in September 2023. But there, the caller was saying, uh, partly the, the caller is correct in the sense that uh, yes uh, most of our, our deposits are transitory yes um, but um, we we as banks uh, understand that uh, there is a lot of work to do for us to improve confidence in banking um, but as I said before uh, it's not only our duty as bankers I think it's a duty for everyone, including, you know, the policymakers as well, as well as the customers themselves. You know, there is a history. I think one of the panelists actually mentioned that there is a history to, th- to this. So people have lost money in banks. And therefore, for us to build that confidence, we have got to work twice as hard and make sure that um, 
the 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 customers uh, uh, have their confidence back. Uh, demand uh, for local currency is also an issue which has been raised and uh, mentioned here, uh, because once we create demand for the local currency, what then tends to happen is that the 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 rate will firm uh, on the on the on the Zim dollar. And uh, therefore, there will be stability on the Zim dollar. Uh, and to that extent, people then will be able to either use Zim dollars or US dollars because there will be stability through the both currencies. So I think we have got to create demand for the local currency. And the best way to create that demand, uh, in our view, is for taxes, uh, as has been mentioned by Delford that uh, taxes uh, we we propose that government also looks uh, at uh, levying some of the taxes in in zim dollars all right uh, yeah. uh, vince uh, mm. before danford responds panati economist ngavatar issue a pricing what is your reading of that uh, okay scenario? yeah before we get into pricing let's talk about this transaction where the government in, says you must pay your tax or your duty in zim dollar that is transitory too it's temporary do you see what I'm saying? So I keep U.S. dollars all the time. If I need to pay uh, in U.S. dollar, I look for, for in Zim dollar, right? I look for someone who can give me Zim dollar and do it for me and whatever. Do you see what I'm saying? The, 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 so that does not resolve the problem because people want to keep the U.S. dollar. So we want people to save in Zim dollar. We want long-term saving in U.S. not transactional. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's where we have to move to, where people are actually saving in their accounts. How, how do we dollar. achieve that? Well, it has to be a competitive currency. If it's losing value, for example, if I put $100 today and next week it's worth $50, right? So it's impacted by inflation, okay? So as long as the purchasing power of that money is decreasing over time, there is no incentive for me to save Zim dollar. Some countries have actually offered a much higher interest rate on Zim dollar savings so that it competes directly with U.S. dollar. Do you see what I'm saying? So that people can actually, you can increase the demand for, for Zim dollar. So let's not focus on transactional issues. Let's focus on long-term demand for the Zim dollar. That is where you get a stable currency. On the second issue of the issue of distribution, the old distribution model starts, the factory makes the goods, they sell to the wholesaler, who then sells to the retailer. Okay? That model does not work anymore. A lot of factories in Zimbabwe are selling directly to the informal sector. They're distributing directly. That cuts out all the middlemen. So when the product gets distributed to the REIT, to the tax shop, it is a much cheaper price because it's not going through the retail sector. And you must remember, besides the issue of, of, uh, of the you know, change and whatever, the, the issue of overheads. I mean, going to OK, they've got 10 ladies sitting there, or sorry, into any, in, into any supermarket. They've got 10 ladies sitting on the tills. One of them is busy. Okay? All these people have to be paid at the end of the month, right? They have to invest in infrastructure. They have to invest in properties and all that. And they pay good salaries, particularly to their top management. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's a heavy overhead business. So I agree that they have to really look at the model. The model of distribution of goods and services has fundamentally changed worldwide with people going directly to look at Amazon. People buy directly. Do you see what I'm saying? So OK must be creative and actually and not complain, uh, you know, and actually, you know, access remodel themselves in how they actually access. Uh, speaking of remodeling, Danford, mm. as uh, Vince is saying, uh, the, the, the Secretary for Finance and in Investment Promotion did mention Gudi, uh, lack of creativity, Pakufunga. I would actually fire them. What is, what, what is your comment to what uh, Vince is saying and the questions that uh, the listeners continue to, to pose? I wouldn't want to directly answer to what the PEMSEC said because he's not here, but uh, I'll speak to the realities of the market. This is why in my submission I indicated that uh, what the former retailers and wholesalers are seeking 
is the repealing of statutory instrument 118A of 2022. It creates unfair advantage for the informal sector. Why? Because it, it compels the formal distribution channel to apply the existing exchange rate at the given week when they are pricing plus 10%. Of course, you saw the MPC uh, actually advising uh, the, the, the fiscal authorities that that has got to be removed. But to answer one of the questions that you raised, Kuti, how, uh, what do we do? Uh, of course, economist Bambu Zamakutsanangurasvaso Zamba Zamba Shavo. Trikuti Sisu, Trinofana Kuita Production. Dogti Dorare Durisimbe. We as a Kanachitara Nya Production Linda. Tine Gold. Government, you know, you know, was say, Kutenga Mishina, Yokubatsrama artisan or miners, Kutivachere Guride, is no Mero Avo, Vachichera Gurido Rakawanda, Richuyaku Fidelity, Toana Gurida Rakawanda, Regusuti, Susukuma Reserves, Queduku Reserve Bank, Kungakuine Gurido, Rinos Utsigira, Ratingati Susu Reserve, Reserve, you know, Rinos Utsigara Reserve Currents, Robatsira Kuti Maria, you simply no good, Dodak Pamens, and so good today, Susutika supporter, Martisan. Minus. Tika tora wano warukuita mabizimu sivari muinformal sector. Towa batiriza kutiva formalize. Urumendo yowana marie muripo teksu kufakune wani. Iwao ya esiri kuwa na ye jino. Ya kasimbiri rakuneve formal business chete. Imari ya kawandi salinda. Atina nidye kutitisijinde kuno kumbira mari kunze kwenyika. Mariti na yomuno asitri kutisusu sirambota urane mungo mteriri. Ma priorities edu. Anofana kutigira pari kwa production. Anofana kutigira ma manufacturers varukuzo exporter. Anofana kutsigira varukuchera zichirwa Vowe zera uremu ya tinga reti value addition Ne beneficiation Kuitra kutipatino zutenge sasa tachera Zinge zaane uremu zichipanyika maria kawanda Asipa goride Ndoda kupatsimbi zira linda Gunyika ino ine goridra kawandi sa konzimboza kasena siyana Makurukoza haenzi makurukoza haya matizi no minus Wakapua support ya kuti susu tikaenda kuchaina kana kuinde Kana wanawe muno wakagazira mishina Zinozi guruguruzea zikuti zinono chere sa Guride ne guritswa ne gurita sei vopo wa mishina iyo yovonzi vopo wa matagets guts chiti pai guride rakati ramuno oya na aromu chiti bengera drovi mbane Maria ino kwanisira na na itino kwanisai susu kuti Maria di wana urim Parisino tukuti susu zakaremera nyika ne kuti Maria kawanda even ma yusa achona argu shandeswa for transacting purposes varu kutengesa madomasa argu tengesa matowe tsuvu ano da dora rima yusa ano ukaenda ne ma local currency ano riramba nechikonzero chindonya ya kon Mabanga, tinoda kuona mishina ikishipa mari Mishina ya ya maetie, ikishipa mari nini ndika benga mari yangu ndika inda usiku na torfu Nchino withdraw mari yangu, ndifana kuiwana Ndika uinda isa mari nini 10,000 linda Ndifana kupuwa ma limitations ya ma withdraws Ini ndambo inda ndega, ndikishipa mbira ndoga Ndainda kana niteks, kana ndainda na motu kwa yangu nchino deposit Kana ndaya kunotora mari ndosu tanga kupuwa si tarafu Ndosu nufana kupisikuwa hizo shukutuwa Nwa kwanisa kuinda isa mari ya wa mbenga Vanuwa Kusaka kana tisitine wanu wakawanda kudaro. Ndo target inofana kuhisi kwa nema banga. Kutiva niwe watu wakweza say. Zizi kwa nisiro shatinga wapi. Tichienda tichino wa intersetandaita. Seku nyinga mskana kwa natawa. Maybe Fanwa could respond to that. Kuti banking sector hiru ita say. Tichitari sa how highly informalized the, the, the economy is. Fanwa. How do you respond to the issues that Denford is raising? Denford uh, are some issues uh, are, are, are real. Mm. Yes. Uh, it's true that uh, at the end of the day, uh, the confidence has got to come from all of us. Isuma Bank, Chaita Patunita, as at the end of the day, Zinja Tower, Wana Denford, my issues are no Tower to policy makers. Because my policy makers doanisa doakaisa my my issues are taura. But my issues are taka taka dilana or taka visa. Because honestly, we understand that for a customer kuta own the mariaku bank. Onzi iwa kwanza kutura mariaku ya wounza kana own the ten thousand. One dog the tora foot. 
You've thrust the responsibility on everyone. Fanwell saying that it's everyone's responsibility. Correct. From the point opposition of the banking sector, Murwite to 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 lure the the informal sector. Kutivangeva chiunza marikuma bank imimi makajimirira. What are you doing? What innovation and thinking outside the box are you doing to lure those informal sector traders to then bring their money? Thank you, Linda. Uh, if if you notice, we have been doing a lot in terms of uh, reaching out to the unbanked client. Uh, we have got now uh, access to uh, people who are outside towns, for example, in terms of giving them access to 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 transacting. Uh, now they can you, you can use your post machine in areas where previously you would not be using uh, your, 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 your post machine. So uh, to that extent, we are extending banking service outside our normal sphere of banking. And uh, in addition to that, we are also working hard to make sure that we give the confidence bank. Because Ndambota urapaya kuti it's correct, but if you then take back with all the major clients, all the major companies are now depositing. In other words, they are transacting through banks. Yes, we still have a challenge with the informal sector, but that is a challenge which we are prepared to, to look at and assist. But we also need assistance from the regulators. That's basically what I'm saying. All right. Now, as we end the program, uh, what does the extension mean uh, for the economy, uh, for everyone, uh, Vince? What happens between now and 2030? What happens to the men and women, to the civil servant, Arkushanda? What happens to Varimo private sector, business, and everybody? What does the extension um, of the multi-currency system use mean for Zimbabweans, for business, and everyone across the board? Well, it's business as usual. I mean, it's what has been happening in the last year. There's not going to be any significant changes, you know, in what is happening in the in the in the economy when it comes to transacting. UK, you know, people who are getting paid in RTGS have to rush in order to change their money into US dollars, and those who get their US dollars are kings who can then go to the market and say, "Listen, I want so much." That's going to continue. You see, the the the, the what we are saying there is not going to be a fundamental change in 2025. Things are going to be the way they are regarding multi-currency. But sometimes, you see, I think we must not focus too much on monetary economy because at the end of the day, any economy has got four legs, which is the fiscal, the monetary, the production, and the social side. And those, all those legs of the economy have to speak to each other so that we can lead to, to transformation. Zhuguta Urwana, Bururwangu, Mantashe is 100% in that without a serious, aggressive industrialization strategy, that basically says, listen, we are going to reduce our import bill and increase local production and therefore increase local incomes. Our currents will not be stable. Okay? With government expenditure that is not controlled, our currency is not going to be stable. Right? If we fail to spend in health and, and education and whatever, people are going to leave the country and seek, uh, seek, uh, seek uh, to be elsewhere. Our, our country and currency is not going to be stable. So as I'm saying, it's not only monetary policy that is going to change things. It's a holistic view of all those four legs of the economy that need to be addressed uh, the, the funnel, what can we expect from the banking sector uh, in line of this development? Uh, what does it mean, uh, my deposits and all other things, uh, that holistic um, overview of what this whole means as we end the program? Um, I think um, what is key is um, to put policies which are progressive uh, and with the, in, with the deliberate intention of trying to bring back customers uh, or people to banks. Um, I think uh, a lot has been done, but a lot still needs to be done to, to make sure that uh, customers have more confidence uh, banking their money because the current situation, I think it has been explained here, is not good for any economy where uh, 
money is being kept in pillows uh, and is susceptible to uh, to robberies and, and so forth. So I think we, we have got a lot of work to do. All right, and uh, Dan Ford, your parting remarks. Uh, I think the extension is very key. It will allow even banks to issue long-term loans uh, for, for beyond 2025. I like now where most banks have been refusing to issue loans beyond uh, that particular period. And in line with the industrial uh, industrialization policy, it is very key that we continue to support production in all facets of the economy, be it tourism, manufacturing, mining, agriculture, and especially agriculture. Let's give value for money for our farmers and ensure that what they, whatever that they farm is paid for, equivalent to whatever sweat that they would have invested. And in doing so, it will actually give a multiplier effect to the rest of the economy. What we also need, Linda, is to make sure that let's add value to whatever that we mine, that we have, whatever that we farm, before we can think of exporting. In doing so, Linda, we can also build our resources within our, our reserves within the Reserve Bank and ensure that those reserves begged by the gold that we have uh, God ordained, we will be able to sustain a local currency. And so at some stage, we definitely need to, to start thinking about proper, pure dollarization. Yes, so far, the dollar may have suffered a lot of intermittencies, but going forward, we need our local currency, and the local currency is, is spurred production, infrastructure development. It is the same currency that is going to help us as a country. With the U.S. dollar, it is very difficult to achieve monetary and fiscal sovereignty that we've been able to do with the local currency. So going forward, at some stage, we will need to introduce our own local currency. All right, uh, someone asking on X where they can uh, access this discussion. A link will be shared on all the Star FM platforms, so you can look out for that. Do follow, like, share, retweet um, our content on Star FM, on X, on Facebook, and on Instagram. And uh, keep uh, updated with all the latest uh, uh, happenings and uh, everything that is happening around you from those platforms. I am Linda Muriro. Let's continue the conversation. I am at Linda Muriro across all platforms and I'd like to take this opportunity to thank my guests Danford Mutashu from the Confederation of Zimbabwe Retailers um, Fanwell Mutogo from the Bankers Association of Zimbabwe as well as Economist Vince Musewe. Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming through. Thank you Linda. And uh, my producer Tanyara Zgwakutaura for putting everything together. Until next time it is goodbye for now. You've been listening to Muriro on Monday. Join us again next time on Star FM.